1: I'm anticipating very much my interview with Mr. Henry Selleck over here. Mr. Henry Selleck, legendary stop motion animator who everybody knows him for The Nightmare Before Christmas, but he also did Coraline, and uh, now he has this new movie that's out on Netflix. Again, if something like Cabin of Curiosities is too much for the little ones, and it will be, and it will be, this one might be too, but... (laughs) But for the little bit older kids out there, I would say for the preteens and moving up from there, uh, for those who, again, want to, they they like to use the the term, the gateway to horror. Mm. Uh, This right here, as far as the visuals go, is a cool introduction for horror for some of the smaller kids out there. Uh, But as far as the story, what's that like? Well, let's take a look at this trailer and uh, we'll be back to tell you more.
0: To be our secret.
1: That's how I can protect you.
0: Protect me from what? Your demons. Whoa! <laughs> I'm
1: having <happy to> <laughs> a Chris already having a good time. <laughs> it's high as shit. Chris on high highest demons on it. <laughs> <laughs> shit, we <laughs> fucked up, baby. <laughs> also, this is if those voices sound familiar. They brought the game back, Pell. Uh This is not only Henry Selick, who's bringing some darkness to the kids, but there's another horror master out there, Jordan Peel. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peel teaming up with legendary animator, jo- uh, sorry, Jordan Selick. Mm-hmm. Well, this, in a way, I guess you could say that as a team, but uh, Henry Selick, they're combining to uh, make this film right here. A lot of people would say, man, that is a dream project. Legendary animator with, in a very short amount of time, one of the legends of horror, how can this go wrong? Boom!
0: Oh, I'm having a
1: vision!
0: A green headed <laughs> girl. She seems so real! God, that we, that Greetings! We are the magician morticians, the artists of the afterlife. God, that's God, that's God, that's God. So, as your masters, we order you to turn around and, uh. <sighs> <sighs> You're sharping! Demons are raising an army of the dead! Got you! My demons were my problem. Good morning, RPC. Reports of my death were greatly exaggerated. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't do friends. <laughs> Bad things happen to people out there They die. I told them, I told them, I
1: told them. Wow. Them. So what this deals with is you do have two as uh, as uh, as Chris said over here, you got two high-ass demons <laughs> who like to have fun, but they also are trying to get back to earth. And in order to do that, they got to end the world of the living. They do find a way to do that, but then they got to deal with a nun who loves nothing more but sending demons back to where they came from. Oh, and on top of that, they got to deal with a very sassy girl named Kat, who has a chip on her shoulder because, well, can't blame the kid. She's going through life feeling like she was responsible for the death of her parents. I say she kind of is, but, you know, I ain't going to say that. I mean, <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm not going to tell it to her face. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she yeah. probably whooped my ass. He's but mean. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. How, how she does that, I won't say you have to watch it yourself. But, hey, I, I wonder what Martin is thinking about one particular thing with, with this, because you didn't see this, right? No, no. no. I want to, though. But, you know what? Listen, I if... First of all, before I get into how Martin and myself, because I think you and I might agree on something with this, okay. But it goes without saying, you know. I, I, do. I need to really tell you that this thing looks amazing. This is stop motion. Now, of course, it's stop motion that is that is enhanced and assisted by CG, but it is stop motion, and the the, the for 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 a dying art form which is what people said when those damn dinosaurs came up in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a technology that just keeps getting better and better. And of course it's only for listen, it, it is only for certain people who are, you know have a certain kind of mind for this. Right, right. Uh there was even there was an animator or a producer even talked to where uh he loves producing C, well, not CG, but he loves producing stop-motion animated films. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him, I said, well, you must really love uh, animating these things. He's like, hell no, I don't animate that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, I produce them because I think they look cool, but you have to have a special brain for that. Sure. And Henry Selick does. Henry Selick does an amazing job with the visuals here. Uh, it, like I said, these, you know, to combine with the technology that we have today, not only with CG, but with the way the cameras are set up to show you how you can move these these puppets a certain way. And if something looks wrong, you can rewind and go back and mm-hmm. do and correct it. Yeah. You know, it's it's much more fluid. But they'd always, you know, it's not to the point where they're not, it doesn't take away where it looks like it is hands-on. It still looks like it's a stop motion animation. It's not that smooth and I'm glad it's not because if it was, well that's what CG is for. Uh, but, you know, the designs are very cool. You know, they're designed to look like puppets, man. You know, they're not afraid to hide the seams on these things. You know, is there something that's going on with this where they want to keep you thinking that we want to connect with you emotionally, but we want to let you know that this is a, this is still a tangible world. That's the thing with CG. CG, you know, it's, a, it's it looks like it's a computer animated thing. We can't touch it. We still feel like we could touch these characters. You know, there's still texture in the hair that looks like actual texture of hair. Uh, you know, like I said, they might look like plastic in the faces, uh, and I'm sure that they're using. I'm sure they're using. Uh, 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 what do you call it? the CG printer or 3D printers. Oh, they're using 3D printers to print out a lot of these things. Now. OK, so though you can still these still feel like little plastic parts, which is a good thing. Yeah, so I mean, I, and plus also just the overall art design, which again is something which makes perfect Halloween viewing. Uh, before we get on to the story, though, how would you feel about the visuals here? Yeah, the the
0: visuals look look great. Uh, they have an updated look. They 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 look a little more computery than what I'm used to with stop motion. Uh, I mean, they they got the lower frame rate that makes it jerky, but everything is so smooth. And I'm you know it just always before with, with stop motion, every so often you can just kind of see the fingerprints on things. Uh, but but other than that, yeah, the designs and everything it looks it looks fantastic. Yeah, you can see why it would attract somebody to go like, oh, I want to check this out.
1: Yeah, yeah, a no, great I, color palette. Oh yeah, no, definitely. No, I, I loved it, man. I love the look of it. Uh, another thing. Now, this is what's going to make me probably a little more partial to this movie than some other folks out there. Uh, is just the diversity in the film, and when I talk about the diversity, it's just not, it's just not with race or anything. And listen, for those of you who you know you see like. People of color. You see trans characters. You see gay characters, and you want to start talking about woke and shit? Well, you just go back to sleep, man, because this is, this has all that. You know, we have a trans character in here, and they make very they make they they make it very clear that this is a trans character. Now, before people start sitting up here talking about, oh, they're trying to come in and groom our kids. Keep in mind, this is also PG thirteen. You know, so this is uh, this is kind of cool that they weren't even trying to go for a PG uh, like a PG rating or try to appeal to kids too much. There's a lot of darkness in this movie. I mean, they show people straight up being murdered, hitting the back of the head. You know, they talk about uh, complex issues like the private prison industrial complex, you know, privatized business. I mean, privatized prisons is business Um, because there's a there's a scene where uh, a big part of the story is where Kat, her parents uh, are dead. But now that they're dead. Her parents were the ones keeping this little town together. And now that the town is falling apart, they are intentionally trying to tear this town apart more so they can build a prison there. Um, but, you know, what I really liked about some of the characters here, especially the main character of Kat and her parents, when they're trying to sell this, when you see a black person, they are always going to play like the latest hip hop song or whatever. But when you get into the movie, I like that they are actually emphasizing that they like punk music and they like black punk music. Like you can see she's wearing a fishbone shirt. Mm-hmm. Her, her father's a big uh, fan of black punk music. Later on in the movie, they, they they play like in living color. So that's the big theme here. She's like a, she's, she's like a punk. She's like a yeah. punk rock girl. And a lot of it is like trying to also expose, you know, a lot of young people to a lot of those black punk bands that are out there uh, from, from the past. So, you know, I thought that I, I love that about the movie. That makes me partial to it that they're dealing into that, you know, that part of that of black culture that's often overlooked because we're told we ain't supposed to like that, even though we had a big history in that. Or we had a big part of that. But I like that man a lot. What would you think about the story? Well <laughs> huh? why are you talking like this? <laughs>
0: well, you know, they sent it to us early and I and I started to watch it. Um and once, you know, the visuals are great. But early on, I found the characters to be loud and obnoxious. And it was enough for me to. And, you know, I was starting to get a gist of the story. And I was like, uh, I'll wait till course here. We're going to review it before I finish. <laughs> and, if yeah. you, and if you had said today, like, hey, we're going to review this, I would have watched it. But on my own, it, it kind of turned me off early on. So, I you know, I, I didn't get deep into it.
1: I, you know, I think that Henry Selick, he's one of those directors. And, there's you know, I, I know I have more than one, but I've always said this about Spike Lee. Spike Lee likes to tackle a lot of subjects, our storylines, you know, more than once. I've said this before. He said, you know, I think it sucks that a movie has to be about one thing. Uh, and that's that's cool. And so he likes to do a lot of things. Sometimes it works. Sometimes I think some of these things are just convoluted or fighting each other. Yeah, he puts too many things. In. Yeah. It's uh, always like, wait, well, and, and this. Oh, and what about this? And what about this? Yeah. Like, can we keep it to just two or three things? Yeah. And listen, I, I got to interview Henry t- uh tomorrow as of this recording. So I hope this isn't anything that's going to offend him. And I'm not trying to. Uh, I, I just think that there's a lot of stuff jammed into this story. And I think Henry Selick is one of those directors. I think he's done this with like Coraline and whatever. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of themes that he's trying to put in there. you can say convoluted you can say ambitious you know uh, I think the story for my taste could have been streamlined but then again you know it's not my movie that's his film Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there was just probably too much going on and I think the problem for me with too much going on is that it does take away from the characters because it doesn't give the characters too much focus because we're switching between so many things yeah at so many times, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty frantic. And so- Frantic, that's yeah. the word. So I'm not really, not not Cat, the main character, who's voiced by uh, Lyric Ross. And as I told you, uh, Wilde is Jordan Peele and Wendell is uh, Keegan-Michael Key of Key and Peele. You know, um, They, you know, they spend a lot of screen time that you start to get a lot of uh, character than most. But even then, it seems like I'm not as emotionally wrapped into these characters as I I would like to be Mm -hmm. because it's such a lot of things happening. But then again, you know, like I said, you know, for other people, that might not be a problem at all. You know, I've seen some reviews already where some people are really enjoying this because it is fun. You know, maybe I'm not getting as much character as I want, but it, it, it is a lot of fun. And hey, the thing with a frantic pace is that it might chip away from the story, but it keeps the movie going. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, it yeah. keeps saying never have a chance to get bored. But, I guess I, I, Wendell and Wallie wow, know how to party, man. <laughs> you know this. <they, laughs> you know they, they they keep the party going. So hey, you know I I I, I can say that uh, between the visuals and pretty much the breakneck speed of this thing, can't I didn't get bored. I enjoyed watching it, and man, those visuals, I like I said, man, I just, I, this thing is so beautiful that I could just watch this no matter what. And I can cut this down and watch it. But I, I did have fun with it, man. And you got some other voice work in there that's pretty good. Bing Rames plays that dad, Wendell, Wend- Wild and Wendell, or Wendell and Wild, Buffalo Belzer. Uh, James Hong, Asian actor you know, he mm-hmm. plays a he plays one of the uh, uh, fathers at the school that a uh, cat was sent to after her parents died. Um, Angela Bassett does a voice in here. It's a lot of great voice work that happens. Just because I'm saying that the characters don't get a chance to be as developed as I would like for them to be, doesn't mean that the people aren't putting in some good voice work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, everybody's having a good time with this. So, yeah, man, I, I I definitely think that this is a fun movie, man, to watch. I mean, like I said, if for nothing else... Damn, what I tell y'all about... Like, I told y'all about murder up in here, man. Knocked him upside Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it is... You know, it's a movie, like I said, doesn't shy away from darkness. But I would say between... You know, listen, this isn't a person who doesn't just know how to write to where they're just doing things to do it, and none of this flows together. There's a lot of ideas that happen. I'm pretty amazed that they were able to keep them uh, tied together by the end. You know, it's just... It's just in the middle we're trying to wrangle all these cats, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But by the end, they tie in together and he did bring it back in. But as I said, man, if you just want to see something beautiful, I mean, stop motion is so rare these days. We don't get a whole lot of it. <laughs> about hitting, hitting the brick? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was an eraser or was it yeah, a brick? Eraser. It was yeah, it left it left chalk. Yeah, yeah. hey, bitch. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It's uh You know, stop motion is so rare that to get something like this, unless they just totally come in and just Lock it up unless they right. just mess it up uh, and so much care is taken that that is hardly the case it would be sad if they put them at work and it was that bad no they put in so much work in this uh it's just kind of a treat to see when something like this comes along every once in a while sure and it's also interesting to see how each movie looks different with the you know from the last movie how the mm-hmm. technology has improved so yeah man you know the movie almost gets a pass just <clears> because, <throat> because it looks so good but yeah there you go I would give this uh I'm giving a matinee I, I did enjoy it Okay, right on. You can say what you think about the parts that you did see. Well, I, I don't know. I don't have anything else to, to yeah. add. You I, know, it, it, it looks cool enough.
0: man. you know, maybe if I came back around and gave it a second shot, it might be different. Just when I when I came to it at first, yeah. It was I just found myself it was one of those where I was like, I feel like getting on my phone. I was like, all right, you're kind of not into this. It was just, especially Wendell and Wild. That was just like, you guys are, you guys are up here, and I need you down here.
1: Yeah, they well, shit is in the name. They wilding out. I know, you know? I know, I
0: know. I know. Yeah. But just right off the bat, I was like, okay, this is gonna be one of those.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, you're right because they start out like that at the beginning, and they go. That's that is that that is the speed that they got through mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think this you know, barely, maybe some, you know, they, they they try to take them above that near the end. But yeah, that's how they are through a lot of this, man. You know, just pretty much just a loud comedy duo. Yeah. You know, Yeah, you know. Some people say they talking jive. No, no, <laughs> no, it ain't that, I, bad. I, no, it ain't no, that no, bad. No, it ain't that it bad. It wasn't like that. No, no, no. What were you going to say? I, was, I just had a question. Uh, who wrote the movie? Is it Henry Selleck Soli or does Jordan Peele have a... You know, that's a, code, right? that is a great question. Okay. That I don't know. Oh. I thought I when the shit came up in the credits, oh, there you go. Screenplay by Henry Selleck and Jordan Peele. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I, I feel, feel like, by Henry you Selleck. know, and again, I haven't seen this movie, but <laughs> of, of the stuff that Jordan Peele's written, perhaps, other than, well, you know, with the exception of Get Out, he seems to be very scattershot with mm-hmm. his ideas and the themes that he wants to cover. I mean, and that's us, nope. Uh, even Candy G. Candy Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that I think he's done. and That's kind of done maybe a disservice to a lot of his films. Yeah, no, I think, again, some people like to call them ambitious ideas. Some sure, people, sure. Some ambitious. people call yeah, them like course. a little bit everywhere are not even fully figured out. Yes. But you know, definitely, I would say, yeah, Henry Selick and Jordan Peele, you can feel that with both of them when it comes to screenwriting. Because okay. they both have had movies that have been, again, very ambitious. Um, but a lot of the ambition comes across in the animation, not to keep harping on that, but I will say you could probably watch this twice because there are so many small visual jokes in the details of the animation. It's one of the things that's cool about doing something like stop motion. It is so painstakingly concentrating on the sets and on the character that, they put in all these little visuals that you're not going to catch the first time because sure. I went back and watched this again. <laughs> not not the whole thing. I just, I stopped at one point mm-hmm. and then just went back and started from the beginning when I watched it again. I was like, oh shit, I missed that right there. So yeah, man, uh, that's, that's another reason why it's, it's a, from a visual standpoint it's great to watch. But yeah, it's a name. I think you hit it with your point right there, you know, on, on the writing with both of them. But yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend it.